0: Welcome back to Who the Hell Is This For? Today we are talking Wild Wild West, the Will Smith uh, vehicle at best, um, and we cannot wait to get into that one. But a few things off the top um, before we get into it: uh, huge rest in peace to Ennio Morricone. Uh, if you have watched movies, you have heard his stuff. Uh, he is was one of the most prolific composers and film scores of all time he's done giallo he's done horror he has done westerns he's had his hand in just about everything and just huge huge cultural loss
1: did i see ty that he did a thing he did do the thing
0: yes ah, and gotcha. that is that's one i have on vinyl and uh one that a lot of people just assume john carpenter did Um, But pretty quick in the credits, they do say uh, score by Ennio Morricone. Nice. Uh, Also, the guy responsible for the good, the bad and the ugly, uh, specifically the Ecstasy of Gold, which is the best song to come out of any film ever. Just huge, huge loss. And then as we are still in just a time of change and upheaval in the episode description, we are going to have more links again to donate to local Kansas City black and trans organizations. One is One Struggle KC, uh, which focuses on helping, helping free incarcerated black men and women and helping them get on their feet after they are released. And then Transform KC, which is a they work in coordination with the Trevor Project, which is a national organization for trans youth. So if you guys we don't have a Patreon or anything like that, but if you like listening to us and want to support things we care about, kick a couple bucks to either of those organizations and we just would love for you guys to do that right now agreed and with that let's get into the episode what have you guys been watching
1: um we binged in a single day the jinx on hbo did you guys ever see that one have not it's like the no um so it's robert durst who is like a brother to one of the biggest fred durst yes yes. fred durst yeah no it's um like a huge like new york real estate um, like they own like a ton of the towers in Manhattan, um, and so like it's a very rich family, and he is involved in three separate very suspicious deaths, uh, the disappearance of his wife, and then he like killed and chopped up his neighbor in Galveston, and then was also possibly involved in the disappearance of one of his good friends in like L.A. and has never been caught or convicted for any of the three. Um, so it's like a it's an HBO crime series. Um, and it's like a real live crime series and it was very entertaining I think it came out like five years ago okay. so it's not new um, I'm just now catching up to it so people listening have probably already heard of it before but it was very very good nice and that's the first I've ever heard of it it's a really good like just binge like straight weekend binge because um, it's only like six or seven episodes
0: I was trying to think of a bit but I got too interested in what you were actually talking about and I just couldn't couldn't do it. Hey, I appreciate the uh, the rare <laughs> yeah.
1: time that you pay attention to what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Riley, what about you? What have you been
2: uh, watching? The big highlight of my hiatus, um, we watched through Avatar. Hell the last yes, bender, last Airbender. Uh, was still, that a
0: rewatch for you?
2: It was. Okay. Uh, I had watched it originally, and I hadn't watched it since. Um, and I think actually the first time I, when I watched it, you know, live i think i stopped watching some before the third season Mm -hmm. because a lot of that was new for me or you know is really really hazy i couldn't remember if i watched it or not i remember at one point i was like i know there's a giant turtle at some point and there's only like three episodes left (laughs) so that's got to be coming up um (laughs) one of the most pivotal scenes of the series (laughs) yeah i couldn't i just couldn't place that turtle so Mm -hmm. that's nice that i remembered that and I think what threw me off is I couldn't remember if I would actually watched it all the way through or looked up the final, like the fight scene, the last fight scene mm-hmm. on YouTube, which I think the answer is God, I've done dude. both. <laughs> it's so
0: good. It's such a good fight.
2: Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to
0: dive too much into it because I still am holding out that we're going to get Jeff to watch it.
2: Yeah. I think, I think after this last recent watch, I think I've come to the conclusion that I do not like Katara as a character that's not the worst take i Katara's is tough
0: because i think as a whole there's a lot of discussion that could be had with how the female characters are written in general
2: that's yeah that's probably and true
0: there's there's a lot of a lot of the plot is driven by women's trauma <laughs> which isn't great um but it's also like a primarily children's show so they don't they, right. they kind of gloss over those elements of it and just use it as a cheekily framed plot device. And some of those elements aren't super great. But, I mean, it's still one of my favorite
2: series of all time. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, anyway, we won't get too much into it. Yeah. So, cause, so Jeff can watch it and have a fresh or clean slate for it. Yes. All right.
0: And then I have been – so I've, I've watched a few movies. I watched – or rewatched Iron Giant, which I hadn't watched since I was a kid. And, boy, did that – just break me down completely mm-hmm. and had me a sobbing mess on oh, the couch. Oh, wait, Iron,
2: Iron Giant, isn't that the robot from Ready Player One?
0: Oh my god, I hate <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> oh, did they give him his own movie? That's cool.
0: Oh,
2: nice. Yeah, it's a I didn't realize he was based off something.
0: All these movies are just spin-offs of the Ready Player One universe. <laughs> and I'm, g- god damn it, you're gonna do it with the other movie, too. <laughs> Well, I also watched Dr. Sleep, finally, which is incredible. I watched the director's cut, uh, so the three-hour one. And, listener, if you recall, I was not the biggest fan of The Shining when we reviewed it uh, on a much earlier episode. But Dr. Sleep made me want to revisit it. I haven't done it yet um, because I really want to just sit down and engage with it and just see what I may have missed. But I think just a lot of it might come back to um, just how – Kubrick directed that one, and a lot of the th- elements that are that go along with that and the mistreatment of Shelley Duvall and her full mental breakdown on screen. Uh, so we'll see if I can get over those elements and just kind of really engage with The Shining and give it another shot, but Dr. Sleep was incredible. Uh, the, the director's cut is definitely the version you should watch. Um, I went and read some things afterwards and what differences there were, and it's just the better product. Mike is Flanagan for- is awesome
2: if I want to introduce Caitlin to that is that something where she'd have to watch the shining for it to be good
0: not not necessarily but you will get more get more out of it all right that's what they I figured. yeah because um, uh, 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 Scatman Carruthers who I don't remember the character's name whoever the um, the guy at the hotel, um, yeah that who shines, talks to Danny yeah, yeah yeah the guy with the shine he's in there um and there's a lot of there's a significant he? amount uh, he's not but oh, oh, they, like, oh okay that character <laughs> gotcha uh there's there's a significant amount of um overlooked stuff and connection to the original but I think you could get away with just watching it if there are a few things that are explained but You will get more out of it having watched The Shining. And then last, also watch The Vast of Night, which is on Amazon Prime. It's a period piece in the 1950s of a town mostly focuses on a switchboard operator and a guy that works at a radio station. And weird stuff starts happening in their little small town. I don't want to give too much away, but it gets into it pretty quick. It's the exact type of thing that I love and has to do with certain paranormal aspects and things not of this world and it just it hit the exact right note for me and i would definitely give it a watch Uh, especially because it's free on prime
2: nice that was a really
0: vague description but i like i want to not give much away
2: uh there was one i forgot about uh to follow up the wonderful movie that is Wild Wild West. Uh, I also watched the movie 13 Assassins. Yes, yes, yes. Which, Jeff, have you seen that one? I have not. All right. It's a must watch. Yeah. Um, okay. It is. I can see why Tyler likes it so much because Tyler really loves movies that have long buildup and an extremely good payoff in the end. And that's what this movie is. I thought that the, the buildup is a little long, similar to Jaws, <laughs> but even. man when you hit the payoff it it goes balls to the wall 13 Insane.
0: assassins has one of the best payoffs of any movie yeah um because so i was wow. feeling the same way watching it i would uh, say also
2: longest payoffs
0: yes it the payoff is a full 45 minute scene and yeah. god i need to watch it again but it i was i was feeling the same way riley was for the first like hour or 45 minutes to an hour of it i'm like man i I'm in for this movie, but this needs to go somewhere. And when it gets where it's going, it's unbelievable. And probably, it's my favorite samurai movie.
2: Uh, It's on Hulu for anyone that wants to watch it.
0: I'll check it out. And then real quick before we get into Wild Wild West, I don't know if either of you guys have watched the show, but Catherine's been watching How to Get Away with Murder. And (laughs) I just, I cannot imagine being somebody that just loves to do crime as much as the people on this show love doing crime
1: accidentally loving to do crime
0: yeah well i mean there's also a significant amount of like avoidable crime that happens in this show too
1: <laughs> simply don't do yeah, it i would
0: simply if i were a high, pro- high profile lawyer i would simply not do crime <laughs> seems pretty easy yeah all right so let's get into wild wild west and to start us off <coughs> jeff can you go ahead and give us a plot synopsis
1: yes so the plot synopsis goes a little something like this Wiki Wiki Wild. Wiki Wiki
3: Wild. Wiki Wild. Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. Jim West. Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada, none of this. Six gun in this, brother running this. Buffalo soldier, look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Rough neck, so go check the lawn the bi, Watch your step with flex and get a hold of your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. With Artemis from the start of this, running the game. James West, taming the West. So remember the name, now who you gonna call? Not the GB. Now who you gonna call? G-B's ever riff with people wanna us break out, out before you get bum rushed. The Wild Wild West, when I roll into the, the Wild Wild West, when I stroll into the, the Wild Wild West, when I bounce into the, the, the Wild Wild West is The no Wild to Wild West, the Wild Wild West, <laughs> Wild <laughs> <way> <laughs> Wild West. Now now now, 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 now. Now, once upon a time I'm in the West, Madman lost his damn mind in the West. Love less, getting up and down, nothing less. Now I must put it's behind to the test. Then through the shadows, in the saddle, ready for battle. All your hey, the poison, it kind of poison Behind my back, all everything you did Front and center, now where you lip back, kid Who that is? A mean brother, bow for your health Looking damn good, though, if I can say it myself Told me Lovelace is a madman well, I don't fear that, he got mad weapons too Ain't trying to hear that Trying to bring down me, the champion When y'all clowns gon' see that it can't be done Understand me, son, I'm the slickest they is I'm the quickest they is Did I say I'm the slickest they is? Walking up the wrong tree, we coming. Don't be starting, nothing. Me and my partner gonna test your chest, loveless. Can't stand the heat to get out the wall. Wild, wild, wild. Wild, 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 wild when I roll into the wild, wild west, when I stroll into the, wild, wild west. When throw into the wild, wild west, when I bounce into the wild, wild west. In a ton, ten paces One, and turn two, just for three. fun. Sun up the sundown, rolling around, see where the bad guys are to be found and make them lay down. The defenders of the West, crushing all pretenders please, in the West. Don't mess don't with us, cause please, we we're the Wild wow west. Dude, when I roll into the Wild wow west wild, When wild, I stroll into the wow west, dude, when I bounce into the wow
0: Right. Uh, I think that pretty much sums it up. That's pretty succinct. Thank you, Jeff. Will put, uh, Jeff. Straight and to yeah. the point. Uh, so Wild Wild West featuring Will Smith, Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh, and Salma Hayek, a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 28% audience score, and just, man. Cool, big old fart noise. Big the old yeah. fart noise. Yeah. Uh, has an insane cast, though. Um, you've got Ted Levine in there as one of... One of the guys, the guy with the earhorn, is just, oh, yeah. And then That's I just. That's a big saw RIP, American. isn't it? Ted Levine? No, I think Ted Levine's still alive. Are you sure? Because no.
2: isn't that the guy that played the detective in Fast and Furious? He goes, it's Toretto, Brian. It always has been. Oh, mm.
0: I think
1: he. It, might, Ted is Levine dead? is. I love how specific that oh, yeah. is. Ted Levine is Buffalo Bill. Is that the same actor? Here, we're all on uh, computers. Let's yeah. just go ahead and check. So I, Ted Levine's still alive. I think Ted, Ted Levine's, Levine's alive.
0: alive. I was going to say, the only reason I know he hasn't died yet is because I haven't just spent an entire day listening to Goodbye Horses. <laughs> do <laughs> with My that what you Ted will. Levine. <laughs> all right, so we'll do a... Uh, <laughs> there are some great Rotten Reviews. Felix Vasquez Jr. at Cinema Crazed says this is a god-awful committee-made action film that falls apart at the seams by every passing minute. <laughs> Terrence Rafferty at The New Yorker, a top critic, says this movie is exhausting, utterly without feeling, and pointless, though Smith looks great in his western outfit. That's fair. And then, uh, I, I like this one. By Leah Rosen of People Magazine, the curse of the recycled TV series strikes again as director Barry Sonnenfeld manages to transform a mildly amusing mid-60s TV show into a bloated big-screen bore. They're all pretty much accurate. Uh, It's it's just not a good movie, you guys.
2: No, not at all. It's just boring.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest mistake that this movie makes is that it's by the same director as men in black and it's got will smith in it and they just started to do men in black in the wild wild west yep. universe mm-hmm. and like it just doesn't it doesn't fit like you can't do both you you have to pick a lane
0: you know where the type of racial commentary that men in black had doesn't work the wild west
1: it it really i i don't know if you have to admire it for trying or not i was gonna say you to admire it for trying but i actually don't know if that's I, true. see i don't there's enough of it that doesn't seem like it actually like works like there's definitely a lot of like i don't know white men being threatened by black men type of thing and i don't i don't know i don't know that it always lands a lot of time it feels cheap and a lot of times it feels like it's at the expensive will Smith, it is instead of him being at the um, being in on the joke so i don't know
0: we we do have a uh our famed segment what did we like about this movie and we can't just skip over it we have to do something oh, yeah, we have to say right. something nice and i will say And I don't know if it even loses credit for this for being based on a TV series, which I didn't know until uh, Jeff brought it up. The ideas and concepts present are good. Like, there's fun stuff in this movie just executed poorly.
1: Yep. In the original show, they start out, I believe, as partners, though. So there's not, like, this adversarial, like, beginning to be partners. And I don't know if this is meant to be a little bit like a prequel. You know what I mean? Mm. Where they, like, come together and then they're in the Secret Service. And, like, that's how the show starts is they're, like, partners in the Secret Service. And one of them's this, like, run-off and do-stuff guy. And the other one's, like, gadgets and disguises and stuff like that. But they, they describe them as partners. And in this one, they're, like, reluctant partners. And, unfortunately, the movie, like, works better when they're not together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because their chemistry isn't all that great. There is no when chemistry between was... them. Oh, you guys are. you just made this a Will Smith. <laughs> From oh, the next... man, Sorry.
0: Yeah, we we need to focus. We're still in
1: what we like about this movie. Well, Um, where I was going is you you said the ideas in this are good, and so we wanted to call back to like what the original one was. And you know, did you know that this show eventually got canceled from air for being too violent? Uh, Which seems like something that we should bring back. Maybe we should bring this show back as a regular show instead of. I'm so down.
0: If you could reboot reboot this show, and do it. Like, do it right. And sure, there could be, like, some of the campiness there, but if it could figure out its tone, I'm, I'd am i be on board.
1: Who do you think should make this show? It's not an
2: HBO
0: show. No, it's not it's an not, HBO show. This is,
1: a,
2: this is a solid AMC show.
1: Yeah, you could do an
2: AMC show with this.
1: I was thinking
0: FX.
2: FX would be good, too. Now, FX... FX is the home of this movie,
0: so... <laughs> if you do... If you tighten up the comedy in this and it's not just like just awful humor like and the jokes and get work. a cast that works together yeah i i think jim west uh john boyega could knock that out of the park mm-hmm. i don't I know agree. who i would make artemis gordon
1: it'd be interesting to bring back the action sitcom yeah you know what i mean where the shows are actually like only 25 to 30 minutes long you know what i mean but it's it's intended to be like action comedy so um it's It'd be a little bit like a like a, a more full action like Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. But in in the wild, when West. they
2: brought back uh, Lethal Weapon was actually pretty good when they brought that back to TV. Until yeah, that's like an action until comedy. their mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that know, whole one thing. guy like freaked out and got kicked off the show. But he was just method first, like,
0: acting as Mel Gibson.
2: Yeah, the first three seasons were really. I thought <laughs> I thought the first three seasons were really good of the Lethal Weapon TV show.
0: I, I haven't watched it, but it's one I'd be willing to give a shot. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Since he's in everything else, we'll make Artemis Gordon, um, Milo Ventimiglia, the guy with the mustache from This Is Us, and Jess from Gilmore Girls.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what I love is whenever we do casting decisions, it's so obvious, like, the things that we have watched. We're like, what's the one teen heartthrob that I know? And it's from Gilmore Girls 20 years ago. <laughs> He's now a dad with a mustache who gets blown up by a crockpot. <laughs> who among us? Um, no, but I like... So speaking of like ideas in this, right? Like We're getting back to what came from the original show and, and what's in this. Um, I think that the character of Jim West is a thing that works, mm-hmm. right? Whether or not the lines are always good, the, the idea of this main, I don't know... Uh, Renegade with like a partner that does like a different skill set. Like that formula can work. I like right? yeah, I, I just... like that.
0: Like it's it's a tried and true formula. They've done it with everything ever. This was the absolutely the format of the time with like Green Hornet, mm-hmm. Man from Uncle, all kinds of
1: different stuff where you had these unlikely pair-ups. Right. They were essentially trying to make like a Bond series with like a Wild West. Like showcase, because I had still been really, you know, familiar with like Bonanza and Gunsmoke and you know what I mean, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, I think it's just interesting now to try to do the same concept. Or I guess not now, but when did this movie come out?
2: Nineteen ninety nine.
1: Yes.
0: Eight ninety five. Ninety nine. In theaters, June thirtieth, nineteen ninety nine, and on disc, uh, November thirtieth, nineteen
1: ninety nine. Yeah. So it's just an interesting thing to try to do in 1999 when stuff has kind of moved on to other genres so what about the just plot and ideas did you guys really like uh nothing around the plot <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i i like the i like the story of not just these people with the gadgets this whole like maniacal dude with an insane sorry the dogs are being idiots upstairs i can hear them
1: you like that it's like this big villain <laughs> yeah yeah a big like villain big with, over the top. Um,
0: like big mechanical monstrosities and he also has gadgets whether they always land or not is a different story uh but it just uh, there's a lot of ideas that i really like and the execution yeah. is where the where the problem
1: is Right. This movie does not suffer from having too few ideas, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that's probably
0: the best th- way to describe it.
1: Right. I think that, um, and this can kind of go into the next category, too, but something that I thought was, was good in concept and bad in execution is the main villain, right, where the main villain is um, this guy who was responsible for a traumatic event in um, Jim West, the character Jim West. Life mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. right? With the massacre at New Liberty, and that's why he—that's why he is personally invested in going and finding these people. I think the problem is that once you get into those villains, they are so goofy that like you lose the weight of what they had done in the past, and so this is not like you know what I mean. Like either you have to like keep that and make them more serious, or take that out, and it's just right, it's just a right. goofy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you
2: have like this. You have you have a you have like a serious motivation, and then we hit right. a villain that's this mustache twirling southern guy
1: like with the weirdest facial hair you've ever yeah. seen like the really, hunger really games bizarre. facial are
2: yeah which uh
0: on
1: just my like,
2: tv
0: that's very clearly you just see where that's been like applied on
1: just go into the barber and be like you want know to need a beard trim just fuck me up fam <laughs> like see i so like the guys i like the villain's plan
0: i like loveless's plan to take back and redistribute the land of the United States just because I think it's really interesting the way he's done. He's like, all right, we're just breaking this up, giving it off to countries, native Americans. You get your land, you get some land back too." like it's, I wish they had actually explained more of what his plan was. Cause I think it's really interesting. Uh, Cause he's not just like, he's not on it, his own here. This is a whole coalition and plan to break up the United States.
2: I think it would be a good, I think it'd be a good plan for a villain that is not in this movie.
1: Yes. Right. Also, that is not like a weird white Southerner, right? Who is like, in some parts being like, we didn't actually lose the Civil War, like, I'm gonna help us win it. And then in other parts, like, I just want some of my own land. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't really decide what someone's It's like part Killmonger and part, like, racist general. And you're like, I just don't understand which one you're trying to be right now.
2: Weird. Weird. Definitely can't relate to that at all in today's world. No,
1: not at all. (laughs) I can't think of a single analog for that. A demagogue who has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Anything else that you guys liked about this movie? (laughs) Air quotes, liked.
2: (laughs) I've got nothing. I have absolutely nothing else. Let's move on.
1: All right. What did we not like about this movie? We got to break this down into categories because there is so many different things. So do you guys want to do plot first? Yeah, we'll start with plot. We'll go from there. Okay. So, as you heard in my plot summary, um, you know this is a, a you know, really a wicked, wild place. Um, this <laughs> is taking place in. Um, no, but I think the the weirdest stuff about the plot again is that there's this general that is like I, I don't even know what the reason that the president sends him out in the first place. Do you guys remember what the reason is?
2: Uh, wait, wait. What? Why he sends Why does the yeah, why does
1: Ulysses Scarant, oh there's like the disappearance of some scientists. Yeah, right. Yeah, the dude who right. gets his head lopped off in the very beginning. Oh yes. Okay. There we go. So then they like go oh. and they like find the decapitated, decapitated whatever <laughs> Jesus. He <has> head. <laughs> Jesus. And then it like leads them to Loveless and he like doesn't have legs. Um, oh, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, just there's so much in the plot, right? Like, they also, like, rescue a woman named Rita Escobar, which is just, I don't know, everything about her character is hilarious to me. I don't know. Just, there's almost no reason for it. There's not. There's really no plot point that she holds, right, other than, like, a semi-love interest. Does she even, is there anything that she does? No. She,
2: I, I don't know if her, does her, do any of her lines have any importance to the plot? that's what I was
1: trying to remember. She
2: does say something at one point. I think she's like, I heard the other girls talk about blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what it was, but she says something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." Yeah. That helps our main duo.
0: I think even though we're talking plot right now, I think that's a really good springboard into another thing this movie does horribly is just any woman on screen is handled in possibly the worst way that character could have been handled. So I mean, let's let's talk about the big one. Let's talk about Miss East. Oh Jesus!
2: <laughs> you can they, tell uh, this is definitely where they tried to go like bond. Well, I mean, they do it pretty heavy heavy handed, but it just West, yeah, Jim West, right? And then oh yeah, it's about... <laughs> yeah, your
0: <laughs> your Asian character is named Miss East, and uh, Salma Hayek is Miss Escobar, and then. The tall one is Amazonia. The really intense one is Munitia. Then the one that reads lips. Imagine this, Miss Lippin Reader.
2: That see that you know, one made me laugh though, because that one's so <laughs> bad like so obvious.
1: I think that's the whole like this is coming from a campy, violent CBS show from the late sixties, early seventies. So like this stuff plays then yeah and and you can you can either completely lean into it and you can make it this really goofy movie or you can do a serious version of this but you can't do both because then it just ends up being like shit these that's what this movie
0: these are names and characters that work in austin powers but not in a movie that is attempting to tell a story and have a narrative
2: a movie that takes itself seriously
1: yeah like this movie, okay. So I'm not I'm not saying that these movies are like great, but like a movie that maybe strikes the balance a little more is like Shanghai Noon, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like something like that is like very clear in what it is and what it's trying to be. And I feel like this movie tried to do a similar like beat and just it just didn't land. Yeah. What did you guys think about Kevin Klein as Artemis Bad Gordon and as U.S. Bad? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I just none of the cast worked.
1: Every And we talked about
0: this when we were texting about this movie Every single person in this movie Is acting for a role In an entirely different movie yeah, There is got, not a, a single performance that works With another one of the performances in this movie
1: Pretty much Yeah Um, I think Kevin Klein is supposed to be Sherlock Holmes like this, isn't he Yeah Sherlock Holmes he's supposed to be like this nerdy Like he is confident And he is like sophisticated and debonair and you know what i mean he's like the opposite was it supposed to be the opposite of jim west but he like i just hate every minute that he's mm-hmm. on screen
0: i think a big a big thing about this movie is just nobody cared like not a single person cared from the actors to the editing crew to the people just doing anything and i think it's a best summed up within the first few minutes of this movie just nobody nobody cared and they're like you know what that's the shot we're gonna roll with this when will smith stands up after falling out of the water tower within the first few minutes of this movie you see his testicles you just see him hanging there
1: right there at the
2: top of the frame
1: yep do you it yeah just what this movie is rated yeah this movie is rated r right no it's not no it's pg-13 oh my god so just nobody cared it Just, just was an accident that is hilarious yikes Oof. that's borderline I'm, putting like a boom mic in the shot
2: yeah. well and you can tell like <laughs> similar similar look <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is on screen long enough to see there <laughs> on his
2: testicles it it's on long enough that you can pause on it
0: yeah just how did
1: <laughs> not that i How did it. this <laughs> happen <laughs> uh yeah um there's are just so many choices in this movie that you're like, oh, is that important to the character? Oh, it's not. Nope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the girl at the beginning, not important for the rest of the movie. The fact that the Loveless guy has, like, all these different, like, hench women, like, they don't, ultimately, like, they don't have any agency. They don't have any character of their own other than just, like, being part of the crew. Like, they're hench women.
2: A guy that's made entirely of, whose skeleton has been replaced by metal.
1: <laughs> we <did laughs> yeah, that, and he, like, yeah. we just never this touch scene- on the scene that they just go to great lengths to talk about how he could have sex if he wanted to and you're just like all right well <laughs> like this isn't you this isn't funny you don't I'm have to sure prove it to me yeah
0: <laughs> who is this for <laughs> i think i think there's a reason that we picked this movie well the audience picked this movie because uh, this was a poll pick but god
1: all right uh can we talk about the giant spider yes oh god and i have something to tell you about that giant spider Tell me about the Giants.
2: Dumb as hell.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys are aware that once upon a time Kevin Smith was going to make a Superman movie. I did not. Yes, know. Uh, that. Superman Lives. Uh, it was also going to be the Nick Cage um, Superman, uh, and there was a, uh, I believe, I believe this was the Nick Cage Superman that never was. But anyway, he pitched it to producer John Peters, and John Peters wanted a giant spider in the climax of the movie and eventually this movie failed and superman lives did not happen everyone moved on to do other things john peters moved on to uh be attached to wild wild west and made his giant spider dream happen one way or another what what yes why he wants that giant spider man
2: first is of he all in, this... is he involved in a uh what's that David Arquette Spider movie eight crazy legs or whatever <laughs> eight crazy le- eight legged freaks eight legged freaks <laughs> not the
0: yeah
1: <laughs> Adam
0: Sandler David Arquette yeah cross
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: shit eight
0: crazy legs <laughs> <laughs> Oh man
1: um, okay I just want to reiterate your point and make sure I understand the person who is helping produce this film is just like, I just want to make a film about a giant fucking spider that somebody fights. Yes. And he's like, I don't care what movie it's in. It could be in Superman. It could be in Wild Wild West. Fuck it. We'll make it a machine. Yeah, we'll make it And that's the reason that there's a... <laughs> Is there any connection to spiders like in the original show? I don't think I so. I have no
0: idea, but I don't believe so.
1: That is amazing. Because but... really, okay... If you were going to make any giant attack animal to, like, take over the world or whatever, I don't think a spider would be a very good pick. It's not very solid. Knock out one of its legs and you're going to make it fall over. You know what I mean? Like, of all the things to pick, I just don't think it's a very stable choice.
0: Yeah. So, while we're on fun fact, this is the bigger (laughs) one. Dogs are doing their thing again. They're unbearable. Anyway, the other big fun fact about this movie, and this is one I really wanted your guys' reaction for, because I'm not sure if you've heard this one or not. Will Smith took this role because he wanted to be in a, uh, you know, a Barry Sonnenfeld movie of, that's a uh, kind of remake of an old TV series, Send Up of the Wild West and Westerns. That sounds pretty fun. That is probably the best movie you have on the table. Do you know what movie Will Smith passed up
2: to, oh, uh, to do like this? It was like Tombstone.
0: No. So, Will Smith, to take the role of Jim West in Wild Wild West, he has revealed that he famously turned down the lead role in The Matrix. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Will Smith was almost Neo. It was oh between him God. and Keanu, and he was offered the role. And he turned it
2: down to take Jim West. Wow. Wow, dude. What Just happens like, to Keanu Reeves if he doesn't get The Matrix? Because, like, obviously, Will Smith was Will Smith no matter what. Mm -hmm. but is Keanu as big of a star if he didn't have the Matrix? Keanu
0: is a different kind of star, I think, because Keanu did, well, when did the Matrix come out in relation to Point Break?
2: Uh, I mean, it was a while after, wasn't it? Matrix
0: was
3: 99.
0: Yeah, and so he had Bill and Ted, Point Break was 91. He had Speed. So I think Keanu only does, like, either comedy or action or... Well, his the majority of his career.
1: The Matrix was like his re-entry because I think he was out or had had some stinkers like for mm-hmm. a while. And yeah, and maybe Keanu's career just fizzles out
0: because even after The Matrix he had a few stinkers too. And we probably it's wouldn't hard. have the resurgence of, the second resurgence of Keanu that we do now.
1: I kind of wonder though like The Matrix is not funny at all, and not that Will Smith can't do serious like we've seen him do serious, but I I wonder if he would have tried to do like a one-liner or like, you know what I mean? I wonder if his delivery I, would have worked. I just don't see Matrix. him
2: being as, I guess, stoic the word. Yeah. Keanu right. has? Dispassionate. Yeah. yeah.
1: With Will
0: Smith and the Neo role, what does the line read on I know Kung Fu look like? I can tell you that it's not good. It, whatever that version of Neo turns out to be, that that could tank the Matrix entirely. It, d- yeah, it, d- it would not get two more movies. Can you imagine Will Smith, doing bullet time and like the slow-mo bullet dodging i feel no, like I, you try I, and have no. too much fun with it i feel
1: like what you would
0: get is
1: will smith and i, I robot. that's
0: exactly where my mind went you get that character because i robot's is not like, really a comedy
1: no i mean it's it, it is very serious it's still a little i robot is still a little campy unintentionally mm-hmm. and i so think that's me, what happens i think you get
2: like i am legend, legend something like that i would say i
0: am legend is a better than what a will smith matrix would be yeah
2: that's true anyway i i say it's a good call he didn't take it yeah for yeah. the sake of the matrix okay. yeah
1: right oh man i just anything what else is there anything else that you guys want to uh, talk about, I, about I, this I think we, it's
2: just We've, bad
0: yeah <laughs> like riley has said off mic it's not even a fun bad it's just bad it's all a mess nothing works and like the only thing it has going for it is the ideas that it has and the concepts <sighs> all right guys it's time to pick a standout scene.
2: Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> oh boy. I, I am going to go with, and it's like two seconds, but when they have the saw blade traps that absolutely would not work the way that they are shown to work, the overhead shot of them running through the corn and the saw blades coming after them. That is like the one thing I enjoyed, like actively enjoyed watching in this movie i think that's about it
1: I- i'm stumped I-, <laughs> I think it's dumb but i kind of like the part where the people step out of the paintings to try to shoot him and he shoots all of them instead i do like that it's not really a scene it also comes right after the miss east scene which is terrible yeah but that's like a thing from the original show like that happened so anything anything that's like a callback to like fans of the original show even though i'm not like a fan of the original show like i appreciate you know what i mean because it is trying to honor something all right
2: yeah, I, I got nothing.
1: I won't I won't make you force one, Riley.
2: I can't in good faith say something stood out to me.
0: <laughs> Let down scene. The scene you just dislike the most about this movie. And I think I'm gonna take an easy one. I'm gonna go with Will Smith's belly dancing scene. Uh, that yeah. might be the worst one.
1: There's a lot of I don't want to get too heavy with this. There's just a lot of like cross dressing is supposed to a be a lot of very in, in casual
0: uh like I, I am not the person to speak on this, so I don't know if it falls Directly under transphobia, but it's it certainly contributes to uh, transphobia and makes somebody wearing clothes of the opposite gender or the gender that they don't identify with that makes that the punchline, and
1: it just yeah, and it's and it's like it's three or four scenes in this yeah. movie, something I like it's a very prominent point of what is trying to be funny, and it's
0: it's not even like. Oh, let's let's oh. censor, let's cancel. It's no, it's just it's not funny. At, yeah, at its, its core. Not, it's not
1: done with malice, right? Right. right? Like and I think there's a lot of people that looking back would be like, yeah, if I had the chance I wouldn't make that again. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that again. But I think that it, I don't know that it really was funny to begin with and it, I think it's certainly not really mm-hmm. funny now, you know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, and like
0: add to that to just the issues associated with making that your only punchline with a joke, and it's just right. it it just is all around bad.
2: Yeah. All right. I have mine. It just popped into my head. It's when they build, I don't know what you want to call it, the glider, the airplane. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I it know cuts why. to them riding on it. And it is like the worst green screen. You can tell that they're sitting there <laughs> not moving. <laughs> Maybe a fan, like one small desk fan blowing at them. And it looks just awful.
0: So I honestly thought you were going to pick that scene because uh, if you're unaware as a listener, Riley is a lifelong Chicago Bulls fan.
2: Oh God. Yeah. The Eric Gordon joke. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. what a fucking terrible joke. And that was just 1999. He'd retired. Uh-huh. <laughs> unless the guy, ri- Unless the guy writing it in 1998 was like, no, no way he retires.
0: <laughs> Dude. Honestly, that guy's probably just a huge Bulls fan too. Whoever wrote to, it. Yeah. He's gotta like, be. I want to get man, this in there.
2: I don't know. If you're a Bulls fan, you can't write that lame of a joke. Yeah, no, this is fair. Oh. I think what makes that deliver that line so bad is that it's coming from like one of the worst characters in the movie. Yeah, like just <laughs> just shut up. Don't don't try and be cool. Just just
1: stop. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's yours? I don't even know. I think the whole last fight scene is really fucking boring. It should be the climax of the movie, and I could just not care less about what happens to anybody in it. Like the giant spider, it just doesn't. Like I know he says. Come find me in Spider Canyon, and there's like spiders occasionally throughout the movie. Just the whole fixation
0: on the spider is odd.
1: The spiders have no reason to be there, and it is nothing but distracting. And his flag is the Confederate flag in black and white with just a giant spider on it. it, Give him a motivation for loving spiders. (laughs) That's all I really need. Is like he needs to be like, oh, it's because it's because he has no legs, and he's
2: like, well, I gotta love what has the most legs, (laughs) spiders.
1: Even if they just said that out loud, I would be like, oh, okay, it, that's dumb, but I get give it. Give him an this uncle the
0: whole th- who was killed, like, in a, a stagecoach robbery, and... You know, like, when w- wait. Yeah, no, just, like, an uncle killed in a stagecoach robbery, and he wasn't supposed to be there, and he was there because of Loveless, and Loveless runs up to him with still having legs, and his uncle, let's call him Ben, why not, uh, and is... God damn <laughs> it, tells God! Him ...that with the great racism... ...comes giant spiders. And so then he becomes known as the Spider-Man of the South.
1: God damn it.
2: The human spider.
1: (laughs) I let you get so far into that without realizing where you were going, and I'm so mad at myself (laughs) for taking so long. How long would you say it took? Would you say, I had you for three minutes?
2: (sighs) (laughs) I forget to see where that's my problem.
1: (laughs) You know what this makes me think of? Speaking of, like, characters that have no motivation or a weird motivation... Remember in Jupiter Ascending where he has that weird voice the whole time and you're supposed to have called back to the point where he like was choked by Channing Tatum and they just never talked about it? Oh, he had his throat about ripped it, out by Channing Tatum. Had his throat ripped out by Channing Tatum and they just never explained that? So The whole movie you're like, why is Eddie Redmayne talking in this voice? <laughs> like this? <laughs> and you're like, oh, just c- fucking connect it. Like, all you have to do, you know. Just give me a spider connector, that's all I want. That's fair. All right, what's next? Domhnall Gleeson Award, which um I...
2: I don't know if I want to see anybody in this movie more.
0: He, I am going to say I want to see Ulysses S. Grant more just so I can see Artemis Gordon less.
1: All right.
2: That's fair. That's, I'm, I'm good. with. I, I
1: agree with that. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't have a single person I want in this movie more. <laughs> I, haven't, I, I can't think of a single character that I'm like, they were a bright I spot. I equally want everyone less. <laughs> Make this movie an hour Make less. Make this a, uh, <laughs> what's that
2: news service? Make this a Queeby movie. <laughs>
1: Ten
0: minutes or less. From what I hear, this would be just par for the course for anything on Quibi right now.
1: <laughs> just a hundred and seventy million dollars for a ten-minute episode. God, can I? It's not at all what we're talking about. Can I read you what Robert Roger Ebert's review of this yes, was? Yes, please. One star out of four, stating that Wild Wild West is a comedy dead zone. You stare in disbelief as scenes flop and die. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is all concept and no content the elaborate special effects are like watching money burn on the screen <laughs> 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 fucking roger was the best Dude, man absolutely the, you stare in disbelief at scenes flop and die is such poetry like <laughs> <laughs> we aspire to rip apart a movie like roger ebert what a just terrible movie yeah pretty bad what else what else we got so we
0: have ratings and then we have our game for the night don't isn't our game first yeah i was saying just what we've got left So let's do game first. And so tonight, in place of our who the hell is this for and recommending movies that you would like if you like this movie, because if you like this movie, I've got nothing for you and I'm sorry. (laughs) What we do have is we all have pulled up Wikipedia's list of biggest box office bombs and we will be doing a three movie draft. Well, nine movie. Each of us will be taking three movies, not necessarily good, but Movies we, stan. movies we stand. Movies we stand off the box office bombs list on Wikipedia. And so boys Which we will tweet out afterwards. Yes. I am going because there are some gems on here, and I just don't think it's fair, so we will uh we'll do a random number generator. And give me give me a number between one and twenty five. Who? Seven. Okay, Jeff Four- has seven. Fourteen. Riley has fourteen, and I will say it now. I am going to take eighteen and generate. It's a 2. So we'll go Jeff Riley me.
1: Oh uh, yes, I'm so glad I get to go first. I cannot believe this is on the list cuz I like legitimately love this movie and we'll talk about why it's good to anybody who wants to see it. The Man from uncle is I on saw I was, I just and I wanted
0: up. I wanted to steal that one from
1: you. No, that one's fucking mine. That movie is awesome. That that movie shows so first of all, Henry Cavill's in it, Army Hammer's in it, Alicia the yes. candor right? So that's a great cast right there. But it's also got Elizabeth, Elizabeth Debicki, and Hugh Grant. So like it's a it's a pretty star-studded cast. Man from Uncle is also a remake of a series from the '60s, but it's like a spy thriller, and so it's like an American spy and a Russian spy have to work together just after the Cold War. And it fucking slaps. That movie is great. I would watch that any day of the week. I can't say it's in like my top ten, but it is like it is a great movie. Also. I feel like it shows like what Henry Cavill could do if he's just allowed to be like suave and debonair. And that's part of why I feel like he would be such a fun bond. Like, I think he's already passed it. I think he's already mm-hmm. done enough things that he doesn't need to be. Bond. I would love to see um, Cavill as bond though, but like he, Cavill would be such a fun bond, mm-hmm. right? Because like you've done the serious bond, right? And you did the charming Pierce Brosnan right before that. Like Henry Cavill is this is the bond that Connery and Brosnan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I'm, I'm telling you, it is it is such a good movie. It's very compelling. The story gets a little bit murky, gets a little bit lost, and I think that's probably why it like didn't do. Super I think what well. hurts it is Army Hammer's accent as well. It's not great, <laughs> but it's it's fine. It only sucks really bad if you've ever heard anybody else talk in Russian before in your life. But beyond that, it's actually pretty good. All right, All right. Riley, that's my what pick. What is your pick?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with one of the other heavy hitters in this uh, list. I'm I'm mad. I'm already mad. I'm gonna mad. take Blade Runner yep. twenty forty nine. A a movie podcast darling of a film. <laughs> it's so good. It's um, so good, you guys. I another one that I was shocked that ended up on the list, but apparently it did not do well in the Nobody box. Nobody saw office, it. Unbeknownst to me. If you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. Freaking awesome. <laughs> and yeah, that's my number one pick. That's what I'm gonna build my franchise around.
0: All right. And so when you're when your number one pick gets taken, you have to take <laughs> you a go after Tua. You you go after Tua, and that that hurts some other other teams, and sometimes it's gonna hurt somebody oh. who took that number one pick from oh, you. Oh no! Oh no! And oh, no. so this is a movie Riley and I saw together, and <laughs> you know a lot of people probably wrote this one off being a reboot God of an old show, pretty much based on a toy line. But I'm gonna have to go with Power Rangers, because I actually loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I had a great time with it. And I think you did too. Didn't you Riley? Didn't yeah, you like no, that I, one? I really uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. I imagine that would have ended up on your list, but it did. Weird. I was hoping, to, I was hoping
2: it would slide. Yeah. It did. I liked it, but I did not like it enough to make it the number one pick. That's fair. Maybe I can catch fair. it in free agency in a couple <laughs> years. See how you knew career.
0: Blade Runner 2049 was going to be mine too. So I, oh, I should have lied
2: about the random number. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, honestly, I thought something else was going to be your number one pick, but we'll continue on.
1: Okay. well, I, oh man. Okay, Jeff, your next pick. Okay, my second pick is another movie that I unapologetically like. I'm not going to tell you that it's good, but it was the first in the series that I saw. I did not see the original 2000 film, so I saw the one in 2004. That is The Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, okay. Uh, It is the, the second in the series after Pitch Black, and then I think they made another one after it, which is basically just Pitch Black again. But I hadn't seen Pitch Black. I'd only seen Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Reddick is not near the suspenseful thing that pitch black is. And it gets really, really weird and really into this like weird society. Where sorry, I have to find his name or else it's gonna mess. With me.
0: No, you're good. I remember you being very into this movie.
1: Carl Urban takes over the throne by killing the king with an axe, and I was all the way in. <laughs> and that's not even Vin Diesel's not even a part of it at that point. It's just that society. So, like I said, it is not great, but I love I love that movie. I would I would also watch that one. Not near in high regard as Man from Uncle. If you hate Chronicles already, you won't hurt my feelings. If you don't like Man from Uncle, I don't know what to do. <laughs> that's a great movie. All right. I stand Riley,
0: second pick. How are you going to hurt me? Oh
2: shit, that's on there too. Okay, I think I know which one I'm going to leave off. No, you know what? I got to stick with it because I know no one will take that third one. I'm going to catch a lot of heat for this one, but you know what? I like these movies. They're not good. It's time for them to try again with all that stuff. This movie has a, had a secret cut that existed slash did not exist. (laughs) And I am picking Justice League as an investment. I think this movie is going to develop into a great talent when the new Snyder Cut comes out. And I'm going to be, and they're going to talk about how I got this movie at a second round pick for a bargain. Buy low. Yeah.
0: All right. It's going to be great to come back and listen to this and just reflect on just what the Snyder Cut is because I'm not expecting great things. Okay. My second pick a movie that some say is the result of. A movie that I love personally and a lot of diaper boys on the internet got real mad about. But they said that this movie and its poor performance were the result of a movie that I love deeply ruining a franchise. And I don't think it did. And I love this follow-up movie. I'm going to go with Solo, a Star Wars story. I love Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. I think Alden Ehrenreich is a great young Han Solo. And this is just, it's a fun Space movie. Like that's all yep. you want. It's a space
1: western. I enjoyed it as well. Alright, Jeff, your
0: third pick. I am at
1: a loss. I have four films that are all equal for me. I'm gonna pick one, but then I have some honorable mentions. I'm picking this one for my third one, largely due to the place that the original story hasn't. Oh, no. I don't know that the movie is all that great, but because the original story is so good that I'm gonna give it a pass, and that is Ender's Game. Oh, okay, that is that book is formative for me. Top five book all time. Again, if you don't like it, that's okay. But that's a book I've probably read 15 plus times, and the, the movie's fine. Does an okay job of explaining what's going on. I so feel like the biggest it's a, it's thing, a decent
0: entry. the biggest thing with the movie is that it didn't. It, it really simplified a lot of very complex ethical things that were happening in the yes. mo- in the book, and that's yes. where it struggled.
1: Also, if you watched the trailer before you saw the movie, it gave away the yeah. ending, which was malpractice. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Riley, your final pick
0: in All the right. box office flop draft.
2: All right. This is the this is one I I enjoyed when I first saw it and I still enjoy it now. I think it's underrated in terms of comedy and that is the movie Land of the Lost starring Will Ferrell. I believe Danny McBride is also in that. He is.
0: And there's a single scene that really I think nails why this movie is fantastic.
2: Which one are you thinking of?
0: I'm thinking of the share scene.
2: Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, if you haven't seen Land of the Lost, it is a hidden gem of a movie. It's dumb. Like, you're going to have some eye rolls, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah.
1: That's a solid pick. I have to check it out. Did you guys see the new one on Netflix? The Eurovision Song Oh, contest? Eurovision?
2: I haven't watched it yet. I heard
1: it's actually pretty good. It's, it's decent. It's, it's pretty good. And I
0: didn't know until recently that Dan Stevens is in it,
1: so I'm going to have to watch that mm-hmm. just for him. It's, it's a good Netflix movie. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters, but it's a good Netflix movie. Okay
2: so all right time for Mr irrelevant the last pick of the draft
0: I've got my druthers here I've got three that I just get to pick from that nobody took from me and I'll go with my honorable mentions I'm going to mention honorably Treasure Planet which is one of my favorite Disney movies I think it's super underrated I loved it as a kid because it was just weird and sciency. and then I've talked about it on the podcast before boy do I love those engines they are mortal it's I wow, think I'm mortal en- that wasn't the it is not so the reason Mortal Engines is not the pick is because
2: wait a minute,
0: there's... <laughs> I don't know if Riley was part of this, but a group of us, there is a movie that for whatever reason was basically hailed as an all-time masterpiece and one that I think as a group we watched at least ten times. It's a vehicle for one Matthew McConaughey and Steve Zahn. Oh, there you go, Sahara. There you go. I was, what, I was just not
2: a, a part of the Sahara group. I just couldn't get into it.
1: God, what a banger of a movie. <laughs> I'm surprised that's considered a flop. I mean, like, I, I understand, you know, budget and how much it made and stuff like that. But, like, Sahara is like a fx tbs oh, yeah. tnt staple you know what i mean like that is i mean i'm sure it was cheap to get but it was on all the time i think that <laughs> honestly
0: might have been one of our most reference for a small group of us one of our most referenced movies
2: there's there is one movie that i'm surprised did not make it i know the and I, I, w- I wanted to hear uh what you were thinking really it only has to do with the star of this movie and the three of us skipped over a michael keaton classic that is on this mo- on this list can you guys find it oh i'm i'm scanning
0: oh yeah yeah, yep, yep, yep.
2: 1998, Jack Frost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Dead Dad Becomes a Snowman.
0: We all subconsciously knew to hold off on even talking about that one, because I'm sure, come Christmas time,
1: that one might be in contention for a potential It'll be in a poll. It may be talked yeah, about. Yeah, it'll be in a poll. Yep. Some other ones we didn't talk about, but are also decent. The Wolfman, yes. 2010. Actually, some pretty good, like, Makeup and effects and stuff like that. I think they actually won an Academy Award for makeup. I and believe effects. there's also
2: a Kurt Russell movie on here that didn't make there it. There is *The Soldier*. Oh, oh,
1: then two *Poseidon*. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Taron um, Etcherton
2: Robin Hood. God,
0: I didn't that just come out <laughs> two years ago. Oh wow.
1: There's a lot of stuff on here that's not not too long ago. I actually watched Dark Phoenix yesterday. Oh, God, I haven't done it yet. It wasn't as bad as people Yeah, that's what I thought. Honestly, the the biggest problem with the movie is that it just moves from emotional moment to emotional moment, and there's no buildup, and there's no earning. And, like, I should care about Jean Grey, but I, like, don't. Dude, it's and so hard to
0: care about Jean Grey anymore. They've done this story so, bad so many times. Yeah.
1: Sophie Turner, like, also, I don't think is a very good Jean Grey. She like definitely murdered her friend Jennifer um, Lawrence. Um, Mystique. Well, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say it. They told you people in people the trailer. It. It's
2: fine. You can okay. you can tell <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence wanted out of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so she gets murdered, right? And Sophie Turner's like oh no oh did and, i like, cry did i, I do bit. that <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean basically a lot of her scenes kind of just kind of stares off in the distance like intently and then like her skin glows and it's like fracking a little bit and there's Yo, like lava underneath it or something it's the I phoenix the phoenix and then she stuff. goes like she like turns her hand and people fly away yeah. but it's not good you know what I mean like they barely fly Dude, off. <laughs> the, the phoenix
0: storyline could be good too and it's just not it's never done well
1: the problem is and this is just the problem with every x-men movie right is that every villain they put in is the biggest villain possible but they they only give them one movie arc and you want to spend time with the Mm -hmm. characters like they don't spend time with the villain hardly at all the the phoenix is like a thanos level or like apocalypse you know what i mean (laughs) right or apocalypse yeah yeah any of those things is like they're really, they're, they have a lot of weight. They have a lot of power. They cannot be overcome by almost anyone. That's why there's the team. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, it's X-Men, a all right.
0: Uh, I, and I have a, I have a long running love of X Men and like the comics, the movie. Just, we need movies that get it for X Men and just nobody has done that. And I, I doubt the MCU right. will even do that. It's going to be very sanitized and just not be. The type of X-Men story that I want, because I think they're going to be afraid to get too weird with it. And X-Men is at its best when it's multiple timelines, multiple universes and going into space and the civil rights stuff, too. That's also very important. But also we've seen that plot so many times. Just give me the weird cosmic X-Men stuff that makes mm-hmm. X-Men such a unique comic book.
1: Yeah. The way I could see them bringing it in is if they bring in she- the Shi'ar Empire mm-hmm. as, like, a big MCU player and then bring the X-Men through that. You know what I mean? And just have, like, some versions of that. Now, you wouldn't be able to get some of the classic ones. Cyclops mm-hmm. and Cyclops' father. You know what I mean? And you could bring them in possibly that way. Charles Xavier has a relationship with the Shi'ar. He leads the Star Starjammers. Oh, <laughs> Starjammers is such a good team name. Starjammers. All right. All right. Let's move let's, on to ratings.
0: Yeah, let's do ratings and wrap up. I'll go, go first. This is a one and a half out of 10 for me because. Holy shit. I So I apparently just enjoyed what this was when I was, you know, I was young and dumb and loved to just throw on. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> 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 no, it, not. I'm not finishing that rhyme. That's not what I mean. This is a movie that I didn't think critically about, and it's just a stupid movie that's fun to watch. (laughs)
1: Jesus. (laughs) But anyway, what I I used... It was your fault for pausing at the end of it.
0: I used to have it on a letterbox as a three out of five stars, and I don't know what I was thinking there. That's what I was getting at, and so I have rectified that.
2: Yeah, I think my letterbox score is a 1 out of 5 so I'm just going to translate that to a scale out of 10 I'm going to say 2 out of 10 It, I would never recommend this to someone Yeah, or yeah. talk about its existence again
1: I think this movie is a 2.5 and, and it feels weird giving it the quote unquote high rating of the group I think a 2.5 is pretty terrible I think Will Smith by himself in this movie pulls it up a mm-hmm. little bit but other than that the movie stinks. and for me it, it got a half point for the ideas. And
0: I I was coming into this with a 3 out of 10, but then when I found out this is just a remake, the and that's remakes are not inherently bad, but the ideas weren't even original. Right. So the ones that were original right. were the giant spider, and that was terrible. So right. yeah, this movie just right. stinks. In conclusion, don't watch this movie. Yeah, just don't. Watch something Who the better hell is this
2: for no one. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But
0: thank you for hanging with us. Find something better to watch. This has been another episode of Who the Hell Is This For? Thank you for listening.